Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Tales from the Attic. I'm your host, Donnie Salvo, and if you are new to this podcast, this is what we do. I'm going to give you a quick rundown. I, your host, Donnie Salvo, go up to his attic, my attic, me, reach into a random long box, grab a random comic, bring it down here and share it with you. And sometimes it's it's awesome and funny and great and fantastic, and other times it's just weird and awkward <laughs> between us both. <laughs> but I have a good time doing it, so I'm going to keep doing it. So there. But first, before we get into business... Our new comic here that we're going to talk about. I want to talk to you about our sponsor for this episode. What's our sponsor, you say? Who is it? Who can it be? Well, you know what you can do. is you could go and uh, go to awkwardembraces.com. Let me tell you about this web series, which is awesome. I, uh, I got to actually talk to Candace from all kind of braces on nothing's on and she was a riot you've heard candace and uh jessica on the black box uh sean doesn't let me talk to them so i have to do it on my own and uh anyway so <laughs> the series awkward embraces is a series following follows the dating adventures and misadventures of three la girls who prove that just because a girl is hot doesn't necessarily follow that she has a man or even that she'd know what to do with one if she got one. Jessica, the Star Trek comic book geeky girl, seems to always say and do just the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong guy, proving that, well, nerdy girls need love too. Check it out at awkwardembraces.com. I uh, I blew through the first... Uh, the They have two seasons up right now, and I went through them in like uh, a day and a half, two days. Because once you start, you can't stop. They're like potato chips. Awkwardembraces.com. Go check them out. Do it. All right. Today's festivities is Justice League International number 21 from... I didn't do this the last couple of times. Well, actually, it's because they're newer comics, and I just don't want you guys to know how old I am. From 1988, I was 15... And we open with Rocket Red shooting at parademons in the sky. And there's these floating globe, global space station thingies. And the name of this issue is called Apocalypse Wow. And on the ground we got Lobo, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Oberon, Fire, Blue Beetle, Ice, Big Barda, and Booster Gold. Did I say Guy Gardner? He's there too. And Batman. So Gardner's like, what the hell's going on here? And Hawkman's like, will you please watch your language? And he goes, ah, shut the hell up. And he says, that, and Hawkman says, that does it, I quit. See, so, you now Giffen and Demetrius made Hawkman a, um, I don't know, kind of like a very straight-laced, um, 
always comparing this league to the old league. He doesn't like cursing. He doesn't like that. Not he's very different from the Hawkman you read today. Uh, so then uh, Hawkwoman says, "You can't quit now, darling. We don't even know where we are." And uh, Lobo saying, "Since when? Since since that's a cluster ship up there, and those are Darkseid's parademons attacking that armored warrior." My best guess is we're on Apocalypse. Apocalypse is not a place where you'd want to be. I'm saying that. They didn't say that. So then Fire says, what's Apocalypse? And Batman says, it's a Sinjian world to the far end of the universe where a race of evil gods dwell. Their leader is a omnipotent madman named Darkseid who desires nothing less than total control of the universe. And she says, oh, that's what I thought. And Oberon's like, Barda, are you crazy? Why'd you use your mega rod to zap us all here? And she said, because Scott's here, and we've got to get him out. Now stop standing around like a bunch of dummies and do something. Blue Beetle says, ask politely. She said, move. He said, much better. So uh, the parademons see them, and they all got to take off. And, uh, and uh, you know, they got to scatter out. And, and Blue Beetle's like, Booster, are you going to scatter with me or scatter with ice? And he goes, I don't know. I think I'll scatter by myself for a while. A lot of shtick in the in the, in the the um, Giffen DiMatteis uh, Justice League run. Um, I really... A lot of people hold this in, uh, in really, really high regard. And I remember when this came out, I absolutely loved it for the simple reason that even though sometimes the the stickiness, if if that's a word, if I could say that, sometimes it, um, you know, the the cornball comedy gets a, gets a little much, uh, sometimes in each issue. But it was just such a breath air, a fresher breath air. I can't even talk right now. Um, when it came out, because all superheroes were like, I'm going to go punch this in the face and save the world, and oh my God, I'm going to be late for dinner and. Lois isn't going to talk to me, and you know things like that. And you know, I grew up in a house full of wise asses. And so, let's just say when this team came together, they they really spoke to me. So, um, so all of a sudden, a big green fist comes out and punches a bunch of pair of demons, and this guy guarding. He's like, I'm going to kick me some demon tail. And Batman's like, We need a plan of attack. And Beetle's all, he's not waiting. And, and Batman says, so I noticed. And then there's a big blast from the sky, and it just misses Hawkman. And Batman grabs Oberon, and he goes, I'll get you to some cover. And Oberon's worried about his shirt. And uh, Booster Gold, he's in the middle of the field, and he's floating. The the battlefield there, and he's floating. And he's covered in his um, force field, and he's just standing, you know, floating there. And he's like, I don't get it. Why are we fighting these guys? And Beetle says... You're not fighting them. They're ju- you're just sitting there safe and sound behind a force field. I'm fighting them, and I'd appreciate some help. And uh, Hawkman has no idea what's going on. And he's like, can somebody tell me what we're doing here? And who's this Scott we're supposed to rescue? And um, Gardner's like, Barda's husband. And Hawkman said, who's Barda? And he says, you're just a lost cause. So Barda starts running um, towards this building, and, and Lobo... Um, I guess has a contract to uh, to kill some people 
and uh, that's all he wants to do. You know, he wants to finish his contract and be on, get his money, and be on his way. So uh, Bart is going to rescue her husband. Um, Oberon's going to hide down in the sewers because there's just blast coming out everywhere. And uh, this issue, if I'm not mistaken, is um, like the first time you see Ice use her powers in, let's just say, an Ice Man type of way, like with the ice shield and um, she does the ice slide in this issue so um, there's just you know, lasers coming from everywhere parademons all over the place and um, Ice is yelling, Batman, they're coming in for a concentrated attack, I don't know how much longer I can hold out and all of a sudden above them you say, you hear, here I come to save the day, and it's Rocket Red and he's just uh shooting them parademons down and for some reason Batman's surprised that he's there and he goes you know he goes to say something to him and he said wait I'm not finished with the song yet and Batman's like Rocket Red is that you and he says you recognize me even in my new groovy threads <laughs> so he uh he must have got new armor Batman wants to know where he got it from and he says it's a long story comrade Batman and I'll be glad to tell you after I have saved the day more and uh, Batman's like, you got wait. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Someone got to tell me about all this. And he says, this is, Rocket Red said, later, Batman, baby. I'm having to split now. And then Batman, he actually makes a joke. And he says, it's appalling how well he's adapted to life in the United States. I just feel like someone should be going like, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. And then put a, a pie in Batman's face right there. That, uh, Anyway, so you so this is where you see ice. She's, she's got the ice. Um, uh, what do you call it? Where she she's uh, she's doing the ice man thing, and uh, she's freezing the pair of demons in the air, and they're falling down. And and uh, she's like, "Does anybody have an inkling of what's going on here?" And Booster's punching pair of demons in the face, and he says, "Well, Cass loves Kathleen, but she thinks she, he's in love with Cecile." And oh no, wait, that's my soap opera. Wah, wah, wah. And uh, one of the parademons is saying to Blue Beetle, I'm going to render you limb from limb. And he's yelling, Can somebody have me a hand here? I'm about to be rendered. And Fire's like, Just fight. Stop it. And then there's an advertisement here for the Superman action line. Call 1 900 blah, 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 blah. And it's $2 for the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. And here's the thing. If, uh, you call more than six times, you get a free Superman shield brass pin. And you probably get a whooping from your parents, too, because that's a lot of cash, man. Um, all of a sudden, uh, miles above the, the mayhem uh, down below, boom! We go into those orbs, ship things floating around. And then there's Elron. You guys know who Elron is. We've read this. He's the robot servant of Lord Manga Khan. V vicious enemy of this Justice League. So he's walking through the hallways. He goes, this is getting out of hand. Lord Magna Manga Khan has been placed under house arrest. Our bargaining chip, Mr. Miracle, has been lost to us. The Justice League has arrived to complicate matters yet again. And all hope of opening trade with Apocalypse has been ruined. If I wasn't a robot, I'd think I'd have a severe headache. And then a robot next to him says, Elrond, why do we tarry here? 
Too much is being expended with no hope of profit. And Elrond says, Why do we tarry? We tarry because our Lord Manga Khan commanded us to tarry. We tarry because it is our sworn duty to do as our Lord wishes. However Im imbecilic those wishes might be, we tarry because... What exactly does tarry mean again? That's what he says. And uh, so, boom, we go to a uh, room on Apocalypse. And, you, and outside the room you hear, let me phrase this as delicately as possible. Are you both crazy? Sector 7 is in chaos. When Darkseid gets wind of this, he'll, and Granny Goodness says, he'll be absolutely delighted. And, 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 um, and it's Canto, who's dressed like a really bad Shakespearean character. And uh, she says to Canto, uh, Canto says to her, Granny, have you been drinking again? And she says, I allow you s certain fam familiarities because of our years of association. But you better treat your dear old granny goodness with respect. Because I'll be sure to have you skinned alive, just for starters. And he's like, I'm Darkseid's personal assassin, granny. And it is he I respect and fear above all others. And then another guy comes up who's dressed like the Red Baron. And he says, and for, for that very reason, Kanto, you should be applauding our efforts. Unlike you, Dr. V Varman Vundabar has full faith in his beloved granny. His name is Ver Dr. Vermin Vundabar. And um, he's saying the combat's going to be over. We're going to win. Darkseid's going to give us all high fives and marshmallows and cocoa puffs and everybody's going to be cool and Darkseid's going to throw a parade in their honor and he didn't say a lot of that at all but he kind of did and I'm just giving you the gist of it so um, so Dr. Vermin Vunderbar thinks that uh, you know once they kick the Justice League's ass that uh, you know it's going to be all gravy there in Apocalypse for him and he's like we got Scott Free Mr. Miracle captured in the basement the son of the High Father himself and uh, Kanto says, you captured that dude like a dozen times, and he's only escaped each time, and he's made a complete fool out of you in the bargain. You know, he said, which I admit, it's not really that hard to do. And he's getting, what, huh, who, you? And, um, you know, he's telling, he's like, you know, you keep kissing Granny Goodness's butt there, buddy. And uh, I don't want nothing to do with your scheme. I'm out of here. And uh, so he leaves. And then all of a sudden, this mist, this mist, it's like gas is coming, and it's thinking, and it said, this is embarrassing. I hate slinking around in my energy form. Oh, well, at least it allowed me to escape imprisonment, but I do miss my containment body. I just don't feel like Lord Manga Khan when I'm floating dis disembodied like this. When I'm floating disembodied like this. That was a tongue twister. And he's like, I mean, come on, really? Who's going to salute a swirling mass of stuff? That's an actual... That's a, one of the best lines I've uh, I've read. Except for an axe cop when he said, I think we should explode it. That was a good line, too. But he says, I mean, who's going to salute a swirling mass of stuff? And I love it when people salute me. Oh, well. Uh, there'll be time for a saluting later. Right now, I've got to find Mr. Miracle. He's my merchandise. I stole him first. 
and uh, you know he's like he's going through the whole thing. Like I guess what happened last issue about Granny goodness stealing him, and he's like you know, Granny Granny's gonna have to learn learn the hard way that nobody cheats the cluster. Gosh, it's no fun making melodramatic pronounce pronouncements when no one can hear me. I can't wait to get my lips back. He says. Meanwhile, we're in, a, in the labyrinth bowels of Granny Goodness's school for wayward boys and girls. There is a huge squad of parademons. There's probably like 15 to 20 of them. And they're carrying Martian Manhunter and Nort. Remember Nort? He's the dog Green Lantern thing guy that they found in, in uh, during the millennium. I liked him too. He he um bounced in this book uh probably from when they found him to um that I uh, probably not too long after this. I'm not really sure though. And uh, so the, the head parademon is like, move it, move it. Granny wants these two in detention on the double. Everyone's whispering to the other, and he's like, this guy looks like a Martian. And the other guy looks like, I don't know what the hell he looks like. And the other guy's like, I wonder why Granny's so hot to... And the parademon dude's like, do I hear talking back there? They're like, no, sir. Let's keep it that way. And he's saying, it's like, it's getting so a parademon can't have any fun these days. And who's peeking around the corner? Big Barda. She's thinking, Yes, you enjoy the quiet, you miserable scum. You may have captured Scott, overcome John and Nort. Gnort. I don't know if it's Gnort or Nort. I think it's Nort. I want to say it's Nort, but people, I heard people say Gnort. But the moment of reckoning is coming. It's going to be a very bloody reckoning very bloody in and then all of a sudden behind her surprise it's a Lobo and she said huh Lobo isn't it and he's all like I'm touched you remembered me now we got another ad for Nightmare on Elm Street dream package all this for $98 you get a mask Freddy Krueger mask a plastic Freddy Krueger hat a poster, a, a glove, a board game. They had a Nightmare on Elm Street board game. Here I come, eBay. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street com compendium guide and a video tape, a VHS tape, VHS, the very first Nightmare on Elm Street with Nancy. Nancy John Saxton from, yes, right. Enter the dragon, bitches. John Saxton. Kicking. Man, that movie, man, he was kicking people. He's supposed to be kicking them in the face. His old ass couldn't even lift lift his 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 freaking leg like as high as his knee. And he's supposed and then people are jumping back like he kicked him in the face. What the I could kick higher than John Saxton, man. Anyway. Boom! We're back up top. As they put it, back at the obligatory fight scene. And everybody's concerned with Oberon. They're like, stay down. And Beetle's like, I'll get really depressed if some parademon tears you limb from limb. And when I'm depressed, I'm no fun at all. And the parademon sh 
sneaking up behind him. And Oberon's like, I can't believe I got everybody. And he's like, you know, Scott's missing. John and Nort have been captured. Bart has run off on her own. We're stuck here with these fight, fighting these flying gorillas. Man, I don't know about these superhero types. It's all zam, pow, boom. And he's just about to get whacked by a parademon. And Oberonski, my little friend, look out. And Rocket Red shoots down and gets him, gets the parademon. And the parademon falls in front of Oberon. Oberon falls back into the sewer. And he says, I got a bad feeling about this. <gasps> Remember when Han and Luke jumped into the sewers of the death? That's exactly what happened there. Copyright infringement. Luke is going to sue. So then, um, parademons are beating up Blue Beetle. And, uh, and Batman's like, Beetle, Hawkman, listen to me. And, um, and Hawkman and Guy Gardner are in the air, just punch a pair of demons in the face and stuff. And Ice is like, this is getting us nowhere. And Batman's like, it's worse than that. They got more troops on the way. And if we don't move the battleground, we're going to get slaughtered. We got to move to close quarters. We better get into this building. Let's bring them. Gary, he, he says to his I, he said to Ice, grab everybody and bring them into the building. Go ahead. You do that. And she's like, really? That's all? That's all I have to do? Meanwhile, boom! Mr. Miracle's holding cell. The gas is leaking through. And he says, ah, Mr. Miracle at last. He's not looking very well, is he? I suppose being bound, drugged, and locked in a in a sub-basement could do that to a person. But don't worry, Scott Free. Lord Manga Khan! We'll have you out of here in no time. He says, before you can say, Vermin Vunderbar has vorts. You'll be safe and secure aboard the cluster ship. You'll be bound and drugged a gang and locked in your very own cell. And so the gas goes over and um he shorts out the control panel and Mr. Miracle's cell opens and he falls to the floor and um the 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 gas is thinking to itself once again Lord Manga Khan using the Inju Inju oh boy and wisdom Ingenuity. Ingenuity. I can't say it. Son of a bitch, I can't say it. Okay, let's all laugh at Donnie's expense now. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. In wisdom that have become legend across the cosmos. Rests victory from the jaws of defeat. There's just one little problem. Since I don't have any arms, how am I going to get him out of here? Wah, wah, wah. So all of a sudden you hear swoosh, swoosh. It's all dark. Panels are dark and it's Oberon. He's talking to himself. Hell of a place to put a wall. He walks into it and you hear slush, slush. He's walking through. He's got a bad... It's bad enough I fell down that stinking rabbit hole but now i got to crawl around on all fours in the dark like this. It's embarrassing, not to mention disgusting. I don't even know what I'm crawling through and frankly I don't want to know. He's, it feels like warm jello. Ew! And sometimes I think... Hooking Scott up with the JLI wasn't such a hot idea. Maybe him and Barbara, Barda are right. The superhero life's not all it's cracked up to be. Get a nice quiet house in the burbs. 
That's what it's all about. Who needs ex- who needs fame, fortune, and excitement? Danger thrills beyond measure. He says, "I do. I always have. I'm just a <gasps> hey, a light at the end of the tunnel. I wonder where I am." And he kicks open the the gate. The 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 um yeah. He kicks it open. And he says, "Well, it's got to be an improvement." And he falls out of the thing, and he falls on the ground. And uh, he goes, i got to get out of these smelly clothes. And a voice behind him says, then do it. I'll gladly have them clean and pressed for you while you wait. And he's like, hey, thanks. I, uh, I, 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 I. And then it's dark side. And he's sitting in a lounge, sitting in the living room, reading a book. He's actually reading Mein Kampf. <laughs> he is. But Oberon's head is in the way. So you only get the Ein and the Humph. But, you know, put it together, people. And, um. He says, he says to uh, Oberon, he says, Why, Oberon, is that a suitable greeting for one of your oldest and dearest friends? And he's all, Uh-duh, uh-duh. And Darkseid, I says, I think I preferred, ay ay And he's all, Darkseid, now we're getting somewhere. And he goes, I think I gotta be going. Oberon's like, I, uh, I hear my mother calling me for supper. And he says, Nonsense, we'll get you in some dry clothes, I'll send for some food. We'll have a refreshing warm drink and we'll chat about old times. And he's like, yeah, whatever you say. So now, boom, we're back to... There's a lot going on in this issue, man. So, boom, we're going back to Barda and Lobo and they're fighting. And uh, they're smashing through all these walls and whatnot. And he says, you can smash through as many walls as you want to, lady, but you can't lose me. And she said, I rid myself of you once, Lobo, and I'll do it again. And they start fighting and they're going through wall, another wall and he's got her on the ground. He's just getting ready to choke her. And he goes, say goodnight, Gracie. And she says, let me up. And he goes, I sure will. After I cut your heart out. What? Oh my god, this is it. Bart is going to die. But no. There's that entire crowd of parademons. They're behind them. And, and Lobo said, they were in front of us. How'd they get? And she said, I smashed us through so many walls that we wound up in front of them. That's how. Now if you don't mind, I got some friends to rescue. She just grabs her mega rod thing and just starts kicking Parademon's asses. And one of the Parademons is like, I want time and a half for this. If I gotta fight her. And so she's just kicking the crap out of all of them. One dude's trying to leave. And uh, Lobo says, now, now. As an affair, trying to sneak off while your buddies are fighting the good fight. And he's like, uh, Lobo? And he says, don't worry. I don't kill anybody unless I... I've got a signed contract. And uh, so the guy's like, can, can I mean, does that mean I could run away? And he goes, be my guest. But while you're skedaddling and Barbara's busy busting heads, I think I'll off the Martian and dog face. And he's just about to, he's just about to kill them because they're unconscious on the ground. And boom, through the wall comes the JLI crashing through fighting parademons. And, uh, Bubito's like, hey, there's Lobo, and he found Norton John. <laughs> and then Guard Gardner's like, well, goody for him. See, they don't even know he's trying to kill him. And um, Lobo's actually thinking to himself, I'm beginning to think that this uh, this job's not worth the aggravation. And uh, Beetle's like, hey, Lobo, old buddy, old pal, you gonna lend us a hand? And... Uh, Barda spills the beans. She said, are you out of your mind, Beetle? Lobo's the one the Cluster sent to kill us all. 
And Batman's like, can someone please tell me what's going on here? And here we go. Here's the synopsis of the whole story out of the mouth of the beetle. Well, the best I can figure it. Bart is trying to fight the parademons, but Lobo's trying to kill her, John and Nort are unconscious. Trying to kill her, John and Nort are unconscious, and we're going to be dead meat if we don't do something. And Batman says, any suggestions? And he says, yeah, we follow the superhero's credo. When in doubt, fight. And here we go. Hawkman. I think it's somewhat simple-minded credo to live by, Beetle. I resent the implication that all superheroes adhere to that to such a ridiculous philosophy. Why, in the old league, we never... And uh, Beetle's like, it was a joke, Hawkman. Light banter, breezy chatter, bit of levity, delight in an otherwise terrifying moment, a joke. J-O-K-E. And he tackles a bunch of parademons. And, um... Hawkman's like, so you're saying you weren't serious? And then Parademon punches Beetle in the face. And he starts to fall. And Booster's like, Beetle! And then he's, uh... And he, he's turned around. He's about ready to. Um, he's about ready to to fight, and then he's like, and he's thinking to himself. He's like, I can't believe Hawkman actually shut up. Or, or no, he said, I can't believe it. He actually shut up, meaning Blue Beetle, because he's not unconscious. My bad. And uh, he called him Hawky. Hawkman said, My name is Hawkman. Not hockey. I hate these cute little nicknames you're all so obsessed with. Why in the old league? And he goes, come on now, hockey, you've... And all of a sudden you hear, enough! And Booster's like, take it easy. It's not worth yelling about. Hawkman's like, that wasn't me. And he says, then who? And Hawkman turns around and he goes, him. And Booster says, I'd rather it was you. And Lobo's going, uh-oh, we're in it deep now. And the parademon said, there goes our time and a half. And you hear the voice say, I said enough. And it's dark side. And he's holding Mr. Miracle in his arms. And you got um, Manga Khan. And the gas form behind him with Oberon. And he's hanging with Oberon. And dark side said, cease these hostilities immediately. And Barda can't believe it. She's like, dark side? Scott? Oberon? And Oberon starts to explain. He says, Hi there, Barda. Guy. Oh, is that Beetle? I see cowering in the, in, back there in the corner. And uh, Darkseid said, Oberon, please let me handle this. This childish game is over, and you all leave Apocalypse Now. Huh? Apocalypse Now. <laughs> and Lobo's like, No, no. I got a contract with the Cluster, and I'm not leaving till... And then the, the Miss says... Your contract has been canceled with full payment. And um, Lobo's like, who the hell are you? And he goes, I am Lord Manga Khan. And this telepathic communication gives me a terrible headache. Now go home, Lobo. Now. And Lobo's like, I thought you were a big load of hot air. Now I know. And Batman's like, what about Mr. Miracle? And uh, Darkseid goes into the big thing and he's like, the pact between New Genesis and Apocalypse was broken on on that long ago day when Scott Free escaped from Granny's orphanage and rejected our way of life. Since then, I had no use for this pure-souled whelp. Take him and be gone. So Barda grabs him. And um, 
he says, Darkseid looks at a pair of demons. He says, round up Granny and Vermin and have them brought to my quarters. I want a word with them. And Booster's just like, and that's it? You come waltzing in here and say, everybody go home. We're just supposed to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, go back to Earth, no questions asked? Darkseid looks at him and he says, exactly. And he says, gee, you know, um, that's uh, the best um, darn idea I heard all day. And boom! They're gone. Except for um, Lord Magna Khan is still with Darkseid. And he says, um, you got it quite a way with the boom tube, your, ac your Excellency. He says, thank you. And he goes, now, about opening trade with Apocalypse. And Darkseid gave him a dirty look. And the next thing you know, we're back on we're we're back on Lord Magna Khan's ships and Elrond saying so what did he say he goes never mind let's just get out of here best speed possible and uh, he said you sound ever so stressed my lord can I get you a cup of hot milk and then he says yes Elrond and some lips to drink them with and then boom the boom tube lands everybody in the New York embassy of the Justice League International and there's just a big pile of superheroes <laughs> and Barta said Scott Scott darling and he has no idea where he is and she said it's a long story and um, John's like I mean uh, Batman's like John don't you think you owe us an explanation he said no and then uh, Oberon said so once I explained to him what was going on he just went and got Scott, fetched Manga Khan, and set things straight. For a fella who wants to be absolute dictator of the universe, that dark side's not a bad guy. And he sets a mean table to boot. What a lunch he gave me. And then Mr. Miracle's like, honey, I'm still feeling a little disoriented. I think I better go get up to bed. And she goes, I'll join you. And then Captain Adam comes in. He's like, hey, where'd you guys come from? Where'd you go? I've been worried sick. I sent on a priority one alert. The Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the media's been at the door all night. All available superheroes have been scouring the planet. The President's been calling every half hour. The UN Security Council is in special sentence. Gardner just pushes him out. He goes, shut up. And then he's like, Beetle, what's been going on? And Blue Beetle's like, I don't know. I don't care. And if you ever ask me again, I'll shoot your kneecaps off. And then, and then Captain Adam turns to Hawk, Hawk Woman. He says, Hawk Woman? She goes, I need a drink. And then you hear off panel, Shiera. And she says, Kadar, if you say one more word, I'll shoot your kneecaps off. And so he turns, Captain Adam turns to uh, John Johns. And he says, John? And he goes, not now, Captain. Perhaps not ever. If there's any world-threatening emergencies, you could find me at the 7-Eleven in the Oreo aisle. But, and then Fire and Ice look at each other and go, hot bath, hot bath. And he's like, but, but, but what am I going to tell the president? If he has any questions, just put Nord on the phone. And he's like, don't be ridiculous. I mean, the president and Nord, how could, hey, that's not a bad idea. And that's the end of our tale. Ba-dum-boop-a-doo-boop. There it is. Thanks for listening. And uh, that was fun. That was fun. Stupid little JLI story. There you go. <laughs>
And I also want to say thanks to our sponsor, which is Awkward Embraces. Go check them out, awkwardembraces.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, you could email me at Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y-S-A-L-V-O, Donnie Salvo, at yahoo.com. Donnie Salvo is all one word. So it's Donnie Salvo, all one word, at yahoo.com. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope to hear from you. Take it easy.